Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I want to read out an interesting email um, that kind of ties in with something that was in the news today, ironically enough. But and it says, Hi now, myself, my partner in our early 30s and we're currently renting an apartment in North Dublin. Uh, we are due to get married in eight months and we decided we really want to start a family and hopefully two, uh, two children in a very short time. I assume she means, you know, in close succession. We obviously can't stay in the apartment if we are to move on with our lives. We applied a few months ago for a mortgage, but because we both work in average jobs, our budget is mediocre when it comes to a loan approval for a home. We've been approved for 250000 and we can get a deposit of 10% ourselves. Obviously. Uh, and she said, obviously, this limits our choices. And we have been looking on daft and viewing a few houses over the last few weeks. I'm happy to move further out of Dublin to get a nicer home. But my partner is a homebird and insists on living close to his friends and family. This is causing many arguments as I just want to make the leap. And he's picking houses in areas that I just don't want to raise my children in. He's originally from Finglas and sees nothing wrong with a couple of houses we viewed in Finglas West. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there are some lovely people living there, but I don't want to raise my children children in Finglas West. It's all over the news regularly, Niall, and I know it's not for the right reasons. He's also looking at Darndale and a few other areas where I'll admit the prices are good and they're okay, but I don't want to live there. He's now accusing me of being a bit of a snob and his mother is saying beggars can't be choosers and I need to lower my standards and stop being such a snob about it. I know he listens to your show every day in work and he will know this is our situation now and I'd love to hear your listeners' views. I just want the best for our family and I know we could get a nice house if we move 30 minutes outside Dublin and it would be much nicer for raising our kids but he just comes up with excuses all the time as to why we can't saying that when we need babysitters etc the family are close by and don't get me wrong, I agree with him, but I just don't want to live in an area where many of the kids are just feral and the crime rate is high, just because we can afford it. Please ask your listeners what they would do. Now, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Although, describing all the kids as being feral, well, she didn't say all of them, in fairness. She said many of the kids are feral. But look, it's fair to say, and I was just reading an article today, and I'm going to read this out to you, actually. It was in the paper today, ironically enough. Dublin City Council's estate management strategy to tackle antisocial behaviour is based on studies in Ballymun, Darndale, and the northeast, or northeast inner city, and the south inner city. Despite only 2% of the population in one uh, area being involved in crime networks, all reports confirmed that the impact their activities were having was extreme. Another issue raised was racism and hate crimes, with 8% of all applicants for social housing in Dublin City from outside the European economic area. It highlighted Dublin 8 where there was a persistent racial abuse, particularly of shop staff and the council says while there have been no convictions or evictions for several years, there are no powers to tackle tenants involved in antisocial behaviour including refusing to carry on uh, non-essential maintenance on properties. I can't believe by the way people are going in to carry out maintenance on properties and council properties are being abused but however that just seems to be the case. But they do mention areas and the article goes on to mention different areas and look um, you can't hide behind the facts and the facts are that there are more, much more antisocial behaviour and crimes in certain parts of Dublin and the same goes for Limerick Galway Cork no matter where you happen to live and it, let's not be politically correct about it we know the reason why houses are cheaper in certain areas because people don't particularly want to live there and that's just the reason that you, you can't be hiding behind it and by the way the salt of the earth. You know the old saying, oh, but they're the salt of the earth. And I'm sure they are the salt of the earth. And I'm sure 90% of the people who live there are wonderful people and have been living there for years and never had a problem, never been involved in crime or antisocial behaviour. But sadly, 
they have higher rates of antisocial behaviour. Fingless West, as she's rightly said, has been on the news quite a lot recently. Um, and for some people who live there, and I'm sure there's wonderful people who live there, it's a great place. For others, it's a kip. And that's just the way it is. That's just the way people feel about it. I'm sorry if that's the truth. And the same goes for places like Ballyfermot, Ballymun, Darrendale. I can only speak for Dublin because I know Dublin, of course, so, but I'm sure living in Cork, you'll be familiar with certain areas. And I'm sure if I asked you to text in the areas, you would all text in the same areas in Cork that you wouldn't like to live in. And that's just the way it is. That's just being honest, isn't it? So here's a young girl who wants to get married, 30 years of age, or in her 30s with her husband. He wants to live in Finglas West because that's where his family are from. And I can understand that. And he thinks, I'll be cheap to get babysitters. It'll be handy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to raise her children in those areas. And you know what? Call me a snob if you want. I understand why she feels like that. I do understand why she feels like that. If I could afford not to do it, I would. But then again, her mother maybe or his mother is maybe right. Beggars can't be choosers. Maybe she could start off there and move up the ladder a little bit in a few years' time. But that doesn't suit her because she doesn't want to raise her children in the area. So the question is, is she being a snob? Or does she just have standards? If she moved outside of Dublin, or indeed if it was Cork or Limerick, if she just move outside to, you know, a more rural part of the, the country, so to speak, you know, if she moved out, say, for example, to Lusk or something like that, or, uh, well, actually, Lusk and Scaries are quite expensive at the moment as well, but you can go to Ashburn or out to Navan or whatever it is, she's going to get a house, a much nicer house, for the same price. So for 250 grand or 280 grand, which is what she'll have with her deposit, she'll get a nice four-bed house out in Navan. It's only 35 minutes away, 40 minutes away. You know, but mind you, you're going to have to commute. So, I mean, really, if you want to live in Dublin for €280,000, huh, I'm going to be honest, at this moment in time, the way house prices are, all you get is a kip. That's really it, isn't it, for two hundred eighty grand, you are not going to get very much because that's the way Dublin prices are. And the same would go for Cork, for example. What's the going rate in Cork? The average price of a house in Cork is probably about two eighty. So you, for, if you only had two twenty, for example, you are not going to get something nice. You are going to get something in an area that you might not want to live in. So, the, I want to ask you: Is she being a snob? Beggars can't be choosers, etc., etc., etc. Is she being a snob by naming areas and saying, "Well, I would, I don't want to live in Fingless West." Is she being a snob? The number is zero eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. That's zero eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. So think about where you're living at the moment, be it in Cork, Limerick, or Galway. I know this is a kind of Dublin story, but you know, you know the areas in your location or in your city that you wouldn't like to live in for obvious reasons. You know, but if you were stuck, that's all you had. Would you do it? Would you be happy enough to do it just to move on with your life? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Question is, is she being a snob? Yes or no? I understand why she's doing that. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApp. and getting a lot of reaction, by the way, to the interview with Frank Graney that we had uh, in relation to Graham Dwyer. A lot of people are very interested in that and where that case will lead. Uh, well... It's the lap of the gods, I suppose. Or a lap of the courts, probably the best thing to say. Now, getting back to this email. So, is she being a snob? I mean, look, he sounds like a nice guy. He's from Fingless West. He's quite happy to move there. There is roots. She's saying, nah, we're going to have kids. I don't want to raise my kids in Fingless West. And again, to reiterate, as she even herself said, there's a lot of lovely people live there. You know, it's not that everybody there is a bad person. She said it's in the news all the time for the wrong reasons. Uh, just like other areas where the crime rate would be high. Somebody says, no, uh, show me the statistics to prove that. Look, I don't have to show you stats to prove it, but go, go online and research yourself. I'm like, I pay your own researchers. Go online. You can see the stats are quite clear when it comes to antisocial behaviour and crime. There are certain parts of the country, certain parts of each city that have higher rates of crime than others. It's obvious. And she goes on to say, by the way, mm, 
Her last line, which seems to have upset people for some reason, um, she goes on, she says, uh, don't get me wrong, I agree with him, this is in relation to living close to his family because for babysitting, etc. But I just don't want to live in an area where many of the kids are feral and the crime rate is high. That's what she says. Uh, the number's 87 John! How are you doing, Noel? How are you doing, John? Now, originally from Ballymun. Yeah. The Moon? Originally Ballymun. Yeah. And when I was five years old, myself, four mates, got brought home by the guards, and my dad said, to hell with this, you're only five, you've been brought home by the guards, I'm not having this for my family, and he moved us out to Clontarf. He must have had a few quid, did he? Clontarf. Well, he didn't have a few. He got he got help from from the in laws and his own parents. Yeah. Okay. But he shifted us out. Um, now I've been back since, right? And three of the other lads, their parents did the same. Um, moved out. That was grand. The one lad who stayed, he's now in Portlaoise. Okay. Okay. Having a holiday. Yeah. Now. From my perspective, my dad did the exact right thing. Moved us out, got us away from it. Otherwise, I'd be in Portlaoise too. Do you think so? Having a holiday. And can you can you remember why you were brought home with the guards at five years of age? Well, we were being inducted into a gang. Okay. And what we were told was we had to try and break into a car. At five? At five years old. Yeah, that's terrible, isn't it? You know, I'm, I'm not joking you, but... You know, I, I went back, well, I went back about 10, 15 years ago to catch up with me mate. No, sorry, he's away in jail for armed robbery. And you think if you would have been still there or stayed living there, you would have ended up in the same situation, most likely? I would have been in the same boat as him because we would have been dragged into it. Each and every one of us would have been dragged into it. But not always the case because... I, 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 I am going to defend some of these areas. I mean, I was raised in Edenmore, which didn't have a great reputation at the time, in a council house in Edenmore. And you know, oh, yeah. a lot of people in Edenmore ended up in Mountjoy. I didn't, uh, because I hung around with the right people, maybe. I didn't get, you know, get caught up with the wrong people. And, and look, I had good parents too, which helps, certainly helps. Um, so a lot of people listening today who may live in those areas all across the country, by the way, not just here in Dublin, and we all know the areas that we're talking about, they're always in the news and they have a reputation for whatever reason. Uh, they'll say, yeah. well, good people come from those places too. Yeah, oh, there's hundreds of good people come from it. Mm. Like, like, I've got other friends that are there and they're salt of the earth. You go to them, no matter what. If you were stuck for something, mm. they would make sure that they'd help you out. Even if it was down to their last 10 euro. Yep. And you went to them and said, look, I need 10 euros to put diesel in the car. Yeah, they'd give it to you. you know? they yeah. give it to you. Yeah. It's not a problem. I'm not saying that everybody is bad, but this particular woman is looking out for the welfare of her kids the same way as my dad looked out for the welfare of his kids. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. She doesn't want to raise them in an area that is full of crime, you know? And it's out. it is. It has got crime. It's got crime all over the place. Well, and it's I, very unfortunately easy. for Fingers West, it's in the news quite a lot lately, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's very easy for kids to get drawn into that, you know. Or to, or to see that, I suppose, when you see people being literally murdered on the street, as we saw recently, uh, you know, in that part of the city, um, it's very easy to normalise crime then, isn't it? Oh, it's it's a matter of fact. Like, you walk down the street, oh, yeah, there's somebody else. Oh, there was a shooting there last night. Ash, that's nothing we see it all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, this guy who comes from Fingers West, yeah, I admire him. You know, I've got a lot of respect for people who come from that area. Yeah. I'm not saying that his family is dodgy whatsoever. You know, I would never cast an aspersion on that. 
side of things. But his family now is his wife and kids. Not his parents and his brothers and sisters, but his wife and kids. He should look after his wife and kids. And if she wants to move out 30 minutes outside of Dublin and have a much better life, brilliant. Go for it. If he doesn't, stay where you are then. Yeah. But the wife and the kids should go. To hell with him. If he, can't, if, he, if he does not have the common sense to say, okay, times have changed since I was a kid. And I grew up there, but times have changed. You know? Yeah, he can afford a house there. Move out to Kildare. Right? Mm-hmm. You get the same house. You get bigger garden. You get nicer neighbours. An extra bedroom. You know, yeah. extra bedroom. Mm-hmm. You know, schools. Schools that are dotted all over the place. If you go to the right area, you'll get a small school. And the sacrifice, you know, if they both have a job, I, I'm assuming they both work in Dublin, I don't know. It's The sacrifice is that you just have to drive that little, commute that little bit extra in the morning and the evening. And it's not even that much. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not a huge amount. And if, they're, if, if he wants to protect his family, like everybody will want to protect their own family, then why not do it? Why not just go? Why not move that 30 minutes outside? If they're stuck for babysitters, his family would surely come out and help. Her family could help. Yeah, like not, it's not like they're a million miles away. Yeah. No, it's only a trip. It's a trip down the road. You know. So I don't, I don't know what he's on about. To me, he sounds like you know. I, I just don't want to leave the area that I've lived in all my life. Mm. You know. Well, there are people like there. that. I mean, I know there are people like that. Yeah, there's loads of people like that. But when you've got young kids and they're growing up in an area where they hear and they see in the news and they go down the street and the guards are all cordoning off areas, you know. There's all sorts going on in the area. Why not use your mm. common sense and think, I've got young kids, I don't want them growing up in this. She's got the right head so on she's, her. So she's not like, being a snob, she just has standards. No. Yeah. She's, she's protecting her family, you know? And as far as he's concerned, he should protect his family too. You know, sacrifice comes on both sides. Yep. Are your parents still with us, by the way, John? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And they're still living out in Clontarf, yeah? No, they moved out to Kildare. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It's a good spot, actually, Kildare. You get a good deal out in Kildare. Stay there for a second, John. Let me go to Deborah. Deborah, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Deborah? Hi there. How are you? How are you doing, Deborah? Okay, so according to John, she's protecting her family. That's all she wants to do. That he's been a bit of a clown about the whole thing. To be honest with you, I agree with your caller who's just been on. My view would be such a difficult decision now, and they're not married. I personally don't think she's marrying the right person. Now that brings it into a whole different realm. But there's nothing snobbish about wanting to live somewhere nice and look after your children. You do not want little children going to school, seeing what you can see in Finglas and other areas. I think she has completely the right attitude. I understand where he's coming from, wanting to stay with his family. But again, as that caller just said, his family will now be his wife and his children. And... If he wants to stay put, stay put and be this by them and whatever, but I think they should they should move out. The thing is, if he won't agree to the moving out, yep. it's just, it's going to make, and if he does agree but doesn't actually want to do it, how long is that marriage going to last? Of course, yeah, I get, I get what you mean. So he, he he's clearly said, he's already put his cards on the table, really, hasn't he? He has, and so has she. And unfortunately, they've got different cards. Now, I know people work things out, and I know you can't just give up with the first hurdle, but this is a big decision, and so many marriages go 
suppose, in the opposite to the way they're supposed to, because people possibly give in, not make allowances or compromise, but give in and don't really want to do it. And I know it's a very, very hard thing to decide not to pull the plug on a marriage. But yeah. It- but I, sorry, Jeffrey, have I lost you? Okay, so but Deborah, can I ask you? And I'll say this to you, John, too. <clears throat> are we not stigmatizing those areas by having conversations like this, or by people thinking like that? People will say, and, and I know there's people listening at the moment who live in Finglas West, or live in Darndale, or live in Ballyfermot, or whatever the the areas that have the bad reputation are, uh, Cherry Orchard, etc. And they're saying what we're what you're saying, and what John is saying is completely unfair. That the majority of people that live in these areas are good people. In all fairness there now, Niall, you know, it's not the good people in the area that are ruining it. It's that, it's that group that are actually wrecking it for everybody else. Now, I know people who are living in those areas, and they are absolutely mortified that this is going on. They want it to stop as well. But they're in the difficult position that in those areas... They, if they react against those gangs, well, then they become a target. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, you know, the guards are doing their best. The guards are doing what they can do. You know? They're limited. Like, as you've seen, like, just by the conversation we are having earlier, um, where the mobile phone information is not allowed because you've got to protect the rights of, of the individual. The guards are tied. They're, yeah. they're up the creek without a paddle, you know. They know who's doing it. They know what's going on. They know why it's going on. But to catch them in the act is the difficult thing. And if you get somebody living in that area saying, oh, look, it was Jim Murphy over there, you know, living in that house, then Jim Murphy's friends and all his mates then go, ah, look, it was Colette Delaney over there. She ratted us out. Let's, get, let's give her a load of grit. You know, Can I, by the way, just mention these names are fictitious, just in case, <laughs> just in case anyone happens to think they're not. Sorry, Colette and Jim. <laughs> yeah. They were random in your head. Yeah. They're quite random names, but go on. But no, I do, I do, I do get what you're saying. I, but Deborah, do you think there's a? Are we stig, do we stigmatize areas? And even this article today in the paper, which talks about Dublin City Council estate management strategy to tackle antisocial behaviour, is based on studies in Ballymun, Darndale, uh, the northeast inner city, the south inner city, and other areas such as the ones we've mentioned today. I mean, does that stigmatize an area then, Deborah? Because, as I said, there are good people who live there. There are, there absolutely are good people who live there. The problem is, we only hear through the media and through news all the bad things. And honestly, human nature is going to dictate what you do and what you don't do. And you're not going to put yourself in the line of fire and move somewhere with the possibility, oh, I could live here for 20 years, it's fine. Or I could live here in 20 years and it not be fine. So I personally wouldn't take the risk. I wouldn't risk it. I would sooner go somewhere where I know there's, you know... Less crime. Yeah, but I mean, because let's be clear about it, every area will have some element of crime, yes. Absolutely, of course it does. Of course it does. But you have but less chance in your leafy suburb, is what you're saying. Exactly, exactly. It just depends on where you think. There's always going to be good and bad everywhere. That's, that's the world everywhere. But the point is, you don't choose. Wouldn't be my first choice to pick somewhere that you know has a, has a bad reputation. Okay, we'll, we'll stay there just for a second, both of you, if you can, because I want to go to Brandon as well. Brandon, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Brandon? Well, how are you doing,
<laughs> okay, that, that's a good start. No. That's always a good start, Brendan. <laughs> but Niall, I lived in Finglas all my life. Okay. Where do you live and in Finglas West? Finglas West, yeah. Okay, okay. And I didn't mind, like, I was brought up like every other young, young one in the street, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Then I moved, then I moved to Darndale and I met my partner. Okay. Then we had a girl. And we could see everything that was going wrong in Finglas and in Darndale and all. Now, it wasn't all the people. It was the majority of the people. And the people... Knew who they were, what they were doing, and all like that, right? Yeah. My daughter, my daughter is nineteen now, right? And she's on the cruise ships now at the moment, going around the world, right? Good for her. We brought it, and we bought a house in Drawn it, and that was the best move we ever made. We got the house and we were to try and. Well, what what age was your daughter when you got the house in Drawn well, she was only two. Oh, okay. So you just, you just, so similar to this lady, you decided yeah. we needed to Got move it. away from this atmosphere. God, I was still back and forward all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And got out, right? And we, and we built our life around that house and draw it. And it was the best thing you've ever done. We know what part to draw it can be bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong, yeah. There is bad part to draw it, too, yeah. I, I could not even drive when I went down there. Yeah. I had to learn how to drive and all. And when I got the car behind me and all, I didn't care then after that. I was... I and what, what was wanted. wrong? In your in your opinion, right, because you've lived in Finglas West yeah. and you've lived in Darndale, two of the areas yeah. which I've mentioned, what was, lo- in your opinion, what's wrong with raising I a child in the I area? I wasn't bringing my daughter up into the, the drugs environment or anything like that. So it, drugs, all those different drugs, temptations. everything like that. And everybody knows what's going on. But if you open your mouth... You're just, they're figuring you. And that's what's happening around. And that's why people are afraid. And so if you were offered an opportunity to li- to move back to Finglas West now, or to move to Darndale, would you? No, you wouldn't. Well, I tell you, I'm actually, I actually did move back to Finglas because he's having the partner split up, right? Okay. My daughter, my daughter's still living, she's living there with Clara Head now. Yeah. Uh, we're yep. partner. Yeah. And you have a great life together. Yeah. And if I was asked to move, Oh, Fingers. I have, I have no choice. So, yes, I would move again. I would from Fingers, as I said, to Tandale. Well, okay. And I took the, the good with the bad, and then I kind of want to tell you something. The people that I met along the line in Tandale and Fingers were the loveliest people ever. But you could see the bad ones. And they ruin it for everybody. They ruin it for everybody. And they don't care about anybody else. They don't care about no one. The only person they care about is themselves. So for young kids being raised in that area, I, they, no, they see crime all the time, yeah. Oh, 100%. And it's not far from your door. Yeah. Yeah, no way. And I, it's I, not far from your door. Or any, but if you can look at it, anybody's door, really. No, no, I, I do get what you're saying. And, and sorry, I have to go into a break, Deborah. Uh, and thanks very much indeed, Brendan, as well. I appreciate you coming on the air. Um, and uh, also as well there to... Um, or the caller at the start, but I have a couple of messages coming in here on WhatsApp as well. Let me just play one or two of these for you as well in relation to that. Hi, Niall, it's Gina here. No, I don't think she's been a snob. I'm rearing my kids in Dublin. If I, if I could get a mortgage and I could go off, I would move outside Dublin, no problem. Um, I have twins, as you know, they're eight, and I don't let them out to play because the other kids that are around the area are not are you know they're speaking and saying things that i don't want my kids picking up which they're probably picking up from school but they don't use it at home and their friends at school are quite respectable as well and um, so yeah no i actually totally agree with her completely and he should you know he should want the best for his children too and he should agree with her 
All right, let's just uh, take another one here and see what this is. Tell that absolute gobshite to get off the phone, will you? I'm from Ballymun. I raised my kids in Ballymun. And my kids are good kids. I've had kids gone through college. I've had kids who are... Uh, done the leaving cert, done you know, done very well, have good jobs, the whole lot. They're from Ballymun, they come from a good area, a good a nice family, a good area. Um done them no bloody harm. I'm raising another two small kids in in Ballymun. If you put the time into them, you keep them away from the crime. That's the way I look at it, okay? You gobshite, honest to God, get him off. <laughs> well see, that's it. <laughs> Opinions are like you know what? Everybody has one. Uh, that's the way it is, isn't it? Okay, now getting back to the original. Okay, the first caller was a gobshite, according to him, because he moved out of Ballymun and moved to Clontarf. And it is, a you know, there is, it's obviously an extreme difference. Obviously, the house prices are much different, certainly, that's for sure. But certainly, it is cheaper to buy a house in certain parts of the country. Uh, and it is cheaper to buy a house in certain parts of each city. And that comes down to reputation. And it comes down to, you know, the availability, I suppose, of services in the area, all those kind of things. But if you only have a budget of, say, so she says she has approval for 250000 plus 10% themselves, and you only have approval for a certain amount of money, your, your choices are limited. You either live in a part of Dublin that might have a reputation, or you live outside the city, where you'll have a better chance of getting something nice. So what should she do? Is she a snob for not wanting to live in Finglas West or Darrendale or any of those kind of places? The number's 87 treble 8 Alright, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087-188-0008. Okay, we're getting a kind of mixed reaction, thankfully, now to this. We're going to go to Mary. Mary, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Mary? Uh, hi, hi, Niall. How are you? How are you doing, Mary? You having a good day? Yeah, well, it was up to this. Oh, right, <laughs> it's okay. Go on, tell us why. I'm just very nervous. Don't be nervous. It's like talking to your best friend on the phone. Nobody, okay. Nobody's listening, it's just you and me, Okay, Mary. bestie. <laughs> okay, go on, go on. So why, no, why has your day changed? Because I'm talking to you. No, I'm talking about, like, did it annoy you listening to it or something? No, not really. It just brought back a memory um, in the sort of late 80s. I got pregnant and I had to move out of my lovely home, my mum and dad. Okay. A lovely area in the city centre. And I ended up in a place that I never knew existed on my own. And um, it was horrible because I knew nobody and it was was very scary. I got my window smashed most nights. I got eggs thrown at me. Oh, no. Yeah. Can um, can I ask you what what area it was? Tara. Okay. All right. Okay. It was it was scary. Um, yeah. So yeah, but the only person I was concerned about was my little baby, and I just protected him so much. Well, that's your job in life, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I made the best home as I could. Yeah. And um, that's what I did. I had no choice. Okay. But I I didn't want to live there, but I had no choice because yeah, I, your budget I, obviously. Yeah, everybody has a budget. Yeah. Yeah, which was practically nothing. Right. But um. So you know, how I did you, and, and, and how long did you live there for? Oh God, I think about 12 years. Or and that 12 years then when you were raising your, your little girl mm. then, you obviously had to protect her. So, yeah. so what did you do? Did you kind of keep her in or keep her away or what? what did no, you... I did not. No, I didn't. Okay. No, we went out for walks every day and I got buses, okay. you know, into town and sort of just made the best I could. Yeah. But I was very scared at night time. I used to barricade the doors and because there was all sorts of carrying on outside. Now, oh, it's not, God. The area is not like that now. Yeah. But, but at, uh, the, at the time it was because there would have been... See, every... Many new areas will go through that phase. 
Like, and I see people and they buy a house in a brand new housing estate, right? Yeah. And I always advise people not to do that. And, and yeah. the reason I advise people not to do it is because when you buy a house where, say, there's a thousand houses and they're all brand new, and you, so there's no stigma to the area, there's no attachment to the area because nobody knows anything about it because it's brand new. So you move in. The majority of people who move in will be young couples. Yeah. And all those young couples will have children. And all those yeah. children will be growing at the same rate. So then yeah. all of a sudden, in 13 years' time, you've got thousands of 13-year-olds and 14-year-olds. I know. And that's going to be the problem. That's why you'll always end up with more antisocial behaviour. Whereas you, you move into an area that's already matured, and maybe some kids have moved on and moved out, you're less likely to have those kind of problems. That's so true. You know what I mean? I mean, sometimes I drive through the same place, and it's all settled down now, and the shops and trees, and, mm-hmm. do you know, like some it's of nicer. the yeah, are lovely. Yeah. It just depends on the area, and mm-hmm. you know. And so, say, getting back to this girl, do you think she's being a snob? Or no, she, I don't think so. She's just so. doing the right thing for a child or I, for children. I think she's just being a mother. And yeah. mothers have a very protective sense anyway. So yeah. she, she's looking at, you know, the future and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd love to live down in Kildare or somewhere like that or down the country. I mean, yeah. I, I get a fixer-upper, you know, a lovely fixer-upper. See, you know, I was always a Dublin person, love Dublin and everything else. But in the last five years, since I don't be here much anymore now... I have to be honest, there's more to life than Dublin. And and it's much, there's a lot of places, I'm gonna just going to say it, that much nicer than Dublin. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, there's just too many people in Dublin. I just don't like it anymore. Yeah, I, do you know what? I, I think I've turned into a bit of a loner. I'd love to live in a stone college on my own in the middle of nowhere. If you know what? I, I'm kind of thinking like that recently too. <laughs> Not on my own, obviously, with my partner. On my own. <laughs> yeah. I like I like the isolation to some degree, and and being when I say isolated, living in a part where the, the population is lower, a lot lower. Me too. Well, but stay, stay there just for a second because I want to go to Siobhan as well before I finish this no up. Problem. Siobhan, you're an Ireland's class of kids. Mary ended up in a similar situation, Siobhan, many many years ago. But you can understand, I suppose, why pet places have reputations, Siobhan. You yeah, a... of course. So I'm I'm a Glowen. I'm from Donegal. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. The the uh, opinion, you know, it might not be valued as much as people who actually grew up in uh, Dublin and such. But uh, I was leaving a friend home from uh, work on a on a Tuesday evening around four o'clock, and I ended up going through Darndale, and uh, there was children. I just came up around the car on quads and scooters and stuff, and I I, I kind of came into Dublin with uh, no bias as well on any kind of areas. Um, so I, I was just a bit surprised, and um, uh, yeah, I, I was taken aback. Just and there was plenty of adults around to, you know, somebody had to own these kids, and uh, they were shouting, hurling abuse at the car, and throwing bottles at the car, and everything. No. I, didn't, I, I didn't even stop the car, and um, I'm I'm tw- I'm 25, so I kind of thought, um, God, maybe th- maybe this thought that I, I was uh, in the park or something, they were having a bit of crack or something, but uh, I was, uh, yeah. <laughs> was taking Since, when, since when has thrown bottles at your car a bit of crack? <laughs> well, I thought maybe they thought that they, that, they, that they knew me or something, but then I went up is my Is that how they treat from... people they know? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I thought, um, I, I says, I'll say it to me, I, I'll say it to me, uh, boyfriend, anyway, he's from, he's from Mulhutter. So I said to him, and I was describing where I was and everything, and he said, I think you ended up in Darndale. And, um, yeah. And how old how old were the kids, Siobhan? Uh, no older than 12. 
and and, the, and there was adults or parents around as well, and they would have seen. I'm sure somebody, as you rightly said, somebody has to own them. Yeah, st- standing around just. Um, and just nobody, really. and nobody intervened or shouted over at them to stop or anything like that. No. No, no. Well, that you know, that's that's just my experience anyway. Yeah, no, I, no. Well, I kind of okay. thought I was okay, okay, okay. And was the car damaged badly, by the way? No, no. It it was just um just em- empty plastic bottles and stuff. Oh, okay, but, um, all right, okay. But it was. Just, I, I imagine it was intimidating. Yes, as you yeah. know, as a culty quote, my <laughs> <laughs> as a culty. Mary wants to be a culty. I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just, I was just listening there about uh, moving away in a cabin. There's plenty of people I've been talking to who have just like, do you know what? I was just thinking of moving to a cabin up in the middle of Donegal and just yeah. living my life up there. Do you want to live with Mary? <laughs> yes, together. Yes, Siobhan. <laughs> we. we we split the uh, we split the cost of cabinture and we just planted in the middle of Donegal. All right, oh, okay. absolutely. Let's see. <laughs> listen, Siobhan. Siobhan, Mary, listen, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate you coming on the air today to talk to us. All right. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I-